0: Wait.
1: (laughs) You ready, pal? Wait. (laughs) Let's do this. That was good. That was good. Hello, and welcome, or welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Week seven, coming at you. It's flying by. Really, it it is. It's sad. But, week seven, coming up now. Week six, in the books. Another successful week for the Top Shelf Radio Boys. Round of applause. (laughs)
0: If only. you guys listen to us, good work. Good work. You I didn't. hope you all won, if you didn't,
1: you're a moron. Idiots. Let me open mine too. Uh, so yeah, week seven. Stardom, situm. Brought to you by Top Shelf Radio, per usual. I'm joined by the one and only Brian Ecklerly.
0: The Brian Ecklerly. <laughs>
1: that's that's his that's him clapping, folks. Um, our stock is going up, is it not? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> The Knicks just hit a three as he hit that, so that's a double yes, sir. And I see big things on the horizon for us, let me tell you that right now. Hell yes. Not only are we giving you top quality product with a high success rate, high success rate. Okay, Jordan Belfort, come on. But we're also dismantling the sound waves of Spotify, Apple Music Podcast, Apple Podcast, (laughs) okay, and Google Play. Another round of applause! <laughs> we're legit now. We're getting there. We're legit. We're not going to big time anybody just yet, but we're we're getting there. It's been a great ride so far, let me tell you that, right, Bri? Hell yes. And we're only getting better one episode at a time. You guys got to start listening to us. You're damn right, and Hen, you know the drill. Start them, sit them, sleeper. Final question at the end, special one for you, too. Yeah, it's a good one? Yeah, it's a good one. All right.
0: Bri, the floor is yours. Andy Redheaded Dalton. Oh, baby! At Kansas City. At Kansas City. Kansas City just scores a billion points every game. So in order for a team to stay in that game, they have to, have to, have to score. And that means throwing the ball. Correct. They'll run the ball. Mixon will get his points, but Andy is going to have to sling the rock. A.J. Green is A.J. Green. They have nobody to cover A.J. Green. Nope. And Tyler Boyd is somehow fantastic. My boy. He's fantastic. My boy. If you started him last week, kudos to me. Kudos to everybody that started him. So he's playing... Very, very good. They get John Ross back, too, which Ooh. stretched the field a little bit. And they got C.J. Uzoma. Uzoma. It's Dude. actually, I learned this weekend, it's Uzoma. 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 Don't care. <laughs> but stardom, he's going to get you those points. He, I, don't, I don't know if I have a turnover, but he'll get 300 yards, two touchdowns at least. I fucks. Fucking him <clears throat> Sorry.
1: <laughs> Quarterback two, Andrew Luck at home versus Buffalo. People think Andrew Luck—Nicks hit another three. People think Andrew Luck, you don't really necessarily—he doesn't win the game. <clears throat> For some reason, he doesn't like to win the game. Okay. While the team may not be winning, Andrew Luck has actually played pretty well, believe it or not. He's had 11 touchdowns in three weeks. Is that true? Three, 11 touchdowns three weeks. And he throws the ball a shitload of times because who who's their running game? They don't really have a great running game. Marlon Mack. Stay tuned. Oh my God. But in those three weeks, as I said, the eleven touchdowns, all of them over three hundred yards. So regardless, he's throwing the ball. The Bills defense may be a little solid right now. They're actually not they're, as they're bad. Really as, not that they're bad. not as bad as everybody thought they were, but and definitely expect a couple turnovers, but I think it's a smart move to keep luck in your lineup. Also T. Y. Hilton is back this week. That's only a positive. Uh Chester Rogers, whoever that fucking guy is, is emerging. <laughs> So I think the, and Eric Ebron as well, as we spoke about, I think two, two podcasts ago, uh, I, it is a monster. Exactly. He's a touchdown machine, but, uh, the sky's the limit for this offense. I think, uh, in, against in a good defense, but I don't know the way Andrew Luck throws the ball and or the amount he throws the ball. I think it, it's only makes
0: sense to start him. I like it. I like it a lot. I think that. He 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 gets the three hundred yards, four hundred yards, touchdowns, but he'll also throw like a pick. That's the problem. You should expect turnovers, so
1: like don't don't let that deter you from. You should
0: start him him knowing he's he's going to throw a pick, right, right, but also knowing he'll throw two, three touchdowns, three hundred yards at least. Mm -hmm. Moving on, moving on. Chris Godwin against the Browns receivers, receivers, receivers. Big fan of him. I think that last week Jameis balled out, which I said to start him. You did. Kudos to you. Hope you started him. He got me like 45 points against Jeff, actually. Yeah, you can eat shit, pal. And Godwin had nine targets, six catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. And Jameis' first game back, it's not bad. No. They're only going to click more. They're only going to get better and better every week. Mm -hmm. Evans is good. He'll get his, but Godwin is clearly the number two. Deshaun is playing well, too. Yeah. He's playing well. He was my stardom last week. My sleeper. Sleeper last last week. Did he do well? He played well. I think he had like 90 yards. I'll take it. Not bad. But is uh, the same thing as the Colts. They only throw the ball. That's true. So they're going to throw the ball a lot. Godwin's going to get his. And he's not hes not the number one receiver, so Denzel Ward won't be on him. Right. He's going to be on Evans. Right. And Denzel Ward's playing out of his mind. Yeah. So I don't Guy know. He's
1: a turnover machine. I don't
0: know if he's getting the reputation of like not even looking that way yet, mm-hmm. but he's close. So Evans might be taken out of the game, and Godwin's going to be more open. than I like that, though. Godwin, he's been reliable for sure. Definitely. He,
1: he, he came into the league as like one of those guys that you kind of look for late rounds, maybe like a waiver wire week-to-week kind of thing. Like one of the yeah. rookie sleepers. Or yeah, whatever. definitely. But he's, uh, he's kind of been holding his own. He's, he's not out there yet, but I, I like him this week. That's a good matchup.
0: Um, and moving t- on. Tampa's, wait, Tampa's oh. defense is also terrible. So everybody scores on them. So they have to keep up. It's the same thing as the uh, like Kansas City. They always get they always score a billion points. Whoever plays Tampa Bay's defense always scores a billion points. So they're gonna have to keep up. Throw the ball. Start it. Done. You done? Done. Okay.
1: Wide receiver two. Alshon Jeffrey. 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 At home versus the Panthers. So since his return in Week Four. He's averaging almost 10 targets per game. Stud. That's fantastic. And with that, he's going against a defense that has let up the third most PPR points. So a lot of targets means a lot of catches. Not necessarily, but usually, especially with big mitts like his. Those are PPR points right there. He had a monster of a game. He had two touchdowns last week. who did they play
0: last week? I
1: forgot. Might as well have been the Inwood Buccaneers. That's who they played. The trash Giants. Trash. I hate them. So, last week, bald. Mind you, it was against another bad defense. But I think the Panthers' defense is going to have their hands full as well. Especially with Jeffrey. That should be a very good game. Yeah, I like that game a lot. Obviously, don't expect him to repeat the two touchdowns as he had last week. But his matchup this week is one I'm sure he's excited about. I
0: agree. I like that pick a lot. Thank you. Moving on. Running backs. Tariq Cohen, all right? Hear me out. I think if you can get him in any league, you trade for him now. Mm. And there's a reason for that. I read that Jordan Howard is likely on his way out. So Tariq Cohen is obviously going to be the guy. I don't know if he's a three-down back because he's small. He's like a Darren Sproles, but better. Right. Better? Better. Now, like right now, he's better. That's better. better. Um, The last two games, he had 275 yards, 14 catches, and two touchdowns. Holy moly. That's a lot of points. Yes. A lot of points. But the Bears coach said he feels like the team is more dynamic when he's on the field. So, I mean. (laughs) Fuck Jordan Howard, I guess. Fuck Jordan Howard. But, no, he's. They don't know if they're going to pass the ball. He could pass, catch, do everything. Fair. I don't know if he could block as good as Jordan Howard because he's smaller. But, I definitely. If you could trade for Tariq Cohen. And this game is going to be probably a shootout. Because they're going to have to keep up with New England's defense. It uh, smells like it. But smells like a shootout to me. Smells like a shootout. Smells. You know that smell. But New England's offense looked fantastic last week. Yes. So they're, they're going to have to keep up. Expect Tariq Cohen to be in there more than Howard. Oh, my God. A lot of burps going on. But a whole lot. Expect him to be in. I'd start him, definitely. Flex, RB2, start him. Start him. RB2, LaShawn McCoy at Indianapolis.
1: Now, he's been. Somewhat of a miss this season, I'll tell you that. he's He hasn't really put up great numbers that people may have expected because it is Shady McCoy. He's he's always been good. But uh, as of recent, he's seeing a much bigger workload, which is good. And he had 19 touches in the past two weeks, which he averaged 19 touches in the past two weeks, which is great. Uh, he
0: still has got a lot of left in the tank.
1: Absolutely, I think. And honestly, with all these trade rumors and stuff going on, I think he's going to just want to play the best that he possibly can because if that does happen, I'm sure he'd be happy because why would he want to stay in Buffalo? But even regardless, I'm sure he just wants to play well because he wants to be the guy again. And he hasn't been the guy in quite some time. And now with Derek Anderson at quarterback, he might have the the biggest workload of the season, essentially, because if he tanks just as bad as we expect him to, he could be getting... Tons and tons of touches. And on top of that, the Colts defense is just not good. Correct?
0: Not bad. I don't think they're that good. They Stay let up too. a ton of points to the Jets. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't blame them. They have Sam Darnold. So. Moving on. <laughs> Tight ends. Kyle Rudolph against the Jets, actually.
1: Let's go, Jets!
0: Last week, Ebron went ham. He had like 70 yards and a touchdown, and... It doesn't help that Marcus May is out for a couple weeks, so Rudolph might be put on, might be guarded by a uh, backup safety. So, I mean, I I feel like this game is also going to be a little high scoring. Maybe not as high scoring as the other games, but Kyle Rudolph will find the end zone against the Jets. Definitely start him. He's,
1: uh, I mean, obviously with it being very limited at tight end as of recent, well, actually as of whole season, uh, he's definitely a reliable option to have out there.
0: I can't believe how slim tight ends are this year. Yeah, it's nuts. There's like a solid like five or six that are like, oh, they'll They're like consistent yeah. starts. Exactly. Um,
1: and then mine is Trey Burton at home versus New England. And unfortunately, he doesn't get that many targets, which is why it's a little iffy to start him. But as we were saying before, tight ends are scarce. Yeah. But when he does get those targets, he he likes to make them count. He had a touchdown in the past two games, and uh, he he's like one of those breakdown like check down options for Trubisky. And I, I they have a pretty good connection going. He I think he has three touchdowns in the year, uh, which like isn't bad. But you can't really expect much from the tight end position. Trubisky looks good too. He does look good. He's definitely like he on, on a bit the of last a, two games. Yeah, he's definitely on a bit of a heater. So I think that. It's only—this this kid's stock is rising. He's uh, he's I like I like what he's bringing so far, and I like the matchup versus New England. As we said, it might be a shootout, or they might be playing from behind as right. well because uh, New England's offense is just so high-powered, and their defense is just not good lately. So, Trey Burton seems to be a
0: lock to me. Yeah, I think there's a couple—like, Rudolph and Burton, you're always going to have to start. Yeah. But, like, to reiterate it, you have to start them. Definitely. That's why we did that.
1: Definitely. Well, we think that these two guys, out of all of them, are going to have good, solid games.
0: Yes, agreed. Well,
1: it's not even think. We
0: know. We f- we know. That's what we do. We know. We know. We don't think here. But, all right, moving on. <laughs> defense. So, I did not agree with Jeff when he said that Colts' defense is bad. I do think they're bad, but I think the Bills' offense is worse. That's a good point. So, I think you have to start Indy if they're available. Because Derek Anderson is getting the start. He's, this is ballsy here. I'm going to give you that. He's a trash. ballsy. He is trash. And he has not thrown over 10 passes in a game. Because usually the last two seasons, he's came in when somebody's gotten hurt. So his last game that he, that he threw over 10 passes was October 10th, 2016. Okay? He threw two picks, no touchdowns, and a fumble. Not great, Bob. Not great. So right there, that's six points for the defense. Right Right there. I'm sure he got sacked because he's trash. (laughs) But the Bills are never a threat to score points. And you obviously know, playing fantasy, whenever they score, points go down. But I don't think the Bills are set to score 30-plus points or 20-plus points. They'll probably get a shady touchdown. Yeah!
1: Now we're talking.
0: But probably get a touchdown, maybe a defensive touchdown if they're lucky, but... They're not. They're not going to throw a seventy-five-yard bomb to fat slob Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> but <laughs> That's if you if Indy's available, I picked them up in my league. I would start them. They're projected sixteen points in our league, which is wow, good. Highly recommend them. Did you pick them up? Picked them up. Mm. Start them. Start them. Start them.
1: All right. Drops Mike. My defense is the Detroit Lions at Miami. Now Miami. Put up a ton of points last week, and they were rolling. But I'm not buying into this Brock Osweiler hype. I'm not doing it again. Just because he's six seven hundred feet tall. I can't believe how well he played. I know. But we're not getting start on that. I'm not buying into that shit. I don't buy it at all. Lions are coming off a bye. They're going to be nice, well-rested. And surprisingly, though, the defense, aside from week one, that massacre with the Jets, they haven't been that bad. So they kind of seem to get to the quarterback pretty often. Uh with a ton of sacks. Uh I don't know where it's coming from. Sacks. Keep going. <laughs> My God. There's really not much to say here. I, I think this is this one's also kind of ballsy, especially with how Miami played last week, but I like the Lions a lot. Uh all All signs go towards the... They're going to get to him. Fuck Brock Osweiler. (laughs) He's going to throw a couple picks. You're going to get those points. Oh, my God. What? Oh, I thought I wasn't recording. But as I was saying, they're going to get to his ass. They're coming for that ass. Lions all the way.
0: All right, all right, all right. I like it, I like it. Brock, there's no way Brock is throwing for 380 yards again. His name is Brock. Brock. That name stinks. He's probably... Uh, he's horrible, horrible. <laughs> Sitem's, Sitem's. You heard the stardom's. Write them down on
1: your little notepad. Make sure you do start the stardom's. Correct. And I'll avoid these guys
0: at all costs. Bry, it's a trap. Ever see that? on... All right, Eli Manning <laughs> at Atlanta. It's a mouth watering matchup. Mouth watering,
1: mouth watering. Like eye whopping. Shout out
0: Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> eye whopping. But um. No, it's it's a, definitely a mouth-watering matchup that you look at it and you're like, wow, they're going to score a lot of points. Wow! Maybe they'll find their groove this week. It's not happening. The Giants are in shambles.
1: Shambles. The, the
0: offensive line is terrible. Everyone's talking shit about each other. Odell is crying right now, thinking <laughs> about what it could have been. Like <laughs> The only good player on the team right now is Saquon. Odell is one of the most talented receivers in the game, but until he could run a route that's longer than 10 yards, he's not going to be fantasy relevant. Obviously start him but do not start Eli. And last time, remember we thought the Saints game was going to be ridiculous high scoring. Giant Saints. Yeah. He threw 250 yards, one touchdown and a fumble, which is not great. Hmm. Against a a matchup that you're like, "Oh my god, he's going to have a good game," you know? Right. You don't you don't start that for a mouth-watering matchup and you get those results, that's you you'll be disappointed. So Andy Dalton, if you're in a one quarterback league, should be there, should be around, and if he's there, start him. Definitely, do not start Eli at Atlanta. Boom! I, I, you know, I will
1: agree with that because I do not like the Giants. I've said it on literally every episode we've had; they are in shambles. You've touched on every every thing that we've needed to. Thank touch. you, Jeff. The other situm. <coughs> the other situm. <laughs> Marcus Mariota versus the Chargers. Guess where they're playing, Bry? Where, Jeff? In London. It's a trap! London. Another trap. It's not really a trap. Nobody fucked this game. So as I said last episode, and last week proved me correct, that the London games stink on ice. That
0: was a terrible game to
1: Stunk. watch. Stunk! There has not been a good game there for as long as I can remember. Maybe two years. If that.
0: Phillip Rivers better ball out, though.
1: Okay, let's not talk about our own teams here. <laughs> so, those games stink. And on top of that, Mariota has had a rough past two weeks, and that's on track to continue against this Chargers defense that blew out the Browns last week. They blew them out of the water, only letting up 14 points. Uh, last week, Mariota only had 15
0: pass attempts, which is not good. See, like, that does not make sense to me. Right. Like you were a, down 21 nothing, and you still only had 15 passing attempts? 15 passing attempts. That makes attempts. no sense.
1: Only 117
0: yards, zero touchdowns, nothing.
1: Th- I think there are much better options in the waiver wire. Well, hopefully in the waiver
0: wire that you can start. If Jameis is there, definitely pick up Jameis. I think he's going to be good. Right.
1: But. Not even just Jameis. There's a ton of other oh, a bunch. guys that we're talking about that have b- much better matchups than this, this one. But as I said, games in London stink, so... Whatever you can do to avoid being in this game, unless you have guys like Melvin Gordon, s- stay away from this game.
0: I agree, though. I think Mariota is just not good. Yeah. There's a lot of people that you could start that have over 15 passing attempts. hmm So, definitely. And he has no receivers. Like, the yeah, team he's is a not Corey good.
1: Davis, who I had as a sit last week, and that was an, a brilliant sit. Kudos to me. So, the team is just not Mariota. that good. No. Just
0: don't don't start Mariota. Definitely. Good call, Jeff. Thank you, Brian uh wide receivers Tyrell Williams back to London back to London he balled out last week he did he balled out i don't know if you saw the catches but it was triple coverage in the end zone mm-hmm. i he saw will that one never and... do that again oof ever but he had two touchdowns 118 yards last week and that's like a once in a season yeah game.
1: i think that was just like the matchup was favorable and he he just
0: kind of exposed it was just a once in a season game that he had he he breaks out like once or twice a year mm-hmm. this was one of those games mm-hmm. He's not consistent. He hasn't had over 4 catches in a game at all this season. Wow. The max is 3. So even so. last week, yeah. Wow. So he had 3 catches for 118 yards and two touchdowns. Mm. But <laughs> three catches, two touchdowns. Travis Benjamin's coming back, which oh, he's gonna that's be also the, big. He's going to be the deep threat. Probably will take some time out of him. Agreed. And uh I don't know. I just wouldn't start him. I don't trust him enough. I know he he broke out, but... I, There's better... He, he, I don't
1: think he's going to be a wide receiver one or two for anybody in their fantasy leagues unless your team has absolutely god awful. But I think he's most likely to be a flex, and I think there are much better options. Uh,
0: unless somebody gets hurt like Keenan Allen or Mike Williams get hurt, I, he won't be fantasy relevant. So it's a, it's, it's a trap! But don't, don't <sighs> start him. Enough! Don't start him. Enough with that. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> the other receiver to sit is Cole Beasley. Yeah. At Washington. I love Cole Beasley. Also, uh, going viral on Twitter, is his, his, he had a freestyle. Oh, yeah. That, he that, was, that too. was cool. Was fire. He spit Should bars. Should be
0: fantasy points, in my opinion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Moving on, Cole Beasley. While he had a monster game last week, dude, don't be fooled. He, he's one of those streaky guys where you're like, this happens every year, where he, he has a good game and you're like, oh, you know what? Like Maybe he's going to actually start breaking out like those PPR points because he's that slot guy don't be su- don't be surprised if he ends up having a goose egg next week because that's that one good game is not going to be a recurring event plain and simple here though the the skins defense is actually pretty good surprisingly good the last week they did okay they actually had a, a ton of picks yeah. but uh besides that the stat of the day here is the skins have allowed the fewest yards to slot receivers really only surrendered one touchdown as well that's a great whole season stat. And that, that is, is why you
0: listen to us Correct, and th- and that's where Cole Beasley usually lines up. Yeah, so I like that pick a lot. I think Cole Beasley's either hit or miss every week. Mm-hmm. So like I think he should only be a buy. Like if you need to play somebody, you could play Cole Beasley, but mm. besides that, you shouldn't play him. I don't. Not, definitely not this week, at least. Maybe against like a, a better matchup. Good move. Thank you. Next for running backs is a guy that has been a huge fantasy disappointment for the last two three years, mm-hmm. but people still mm-hmm. keep drafting him high, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. What's his name, Bri? Lamar Miller Jeff.
1: Lamar
0: Lam- Lamar Miller at Jacksonville. He uh I don't know, he just been a huge disappointment. Everybody thought he was going to be a stud on the Texans and he just he hasn't lived up to that. And obviously he's playing Jacksonville, whose defense is good. They didn't look good last week, but that was tough. They're still good, obviously. They're going to be boys. at Jacksonville. The other running backs look but be- Alfred Blue looked better than him. Yeah. So like And when Deontay Foreman comes back Yeah, like he, he, he might be riding the pine. Yeah, Lamar Miller's his time is slim. He's not looking good and he's not getting you the fantasy points you need. Don't start him.
1: Agreed. And that offense also for some reason can't seem to figure it out. They're very streaky. Last week they definitely couldn't figure it out against the Bills. That's beautiful. Against the Bills they couldn't really figure it out. Um and when you look at Lamar Miller, you expect him to get those PPR points, but he's not getting any of those. No, he's not doing anything. So, it's it's pretty plain and simple here. You don't start him. I think uh, he's just been a bust, and it's it's kind of sad to see because he did have a lot of hype. He always has a lot of hype coming into the year. Always. But this year was probably at its peak because of how good of a team they have this year.
0: Um, I remember a year or two ago, people were drafting him in the first round. Yeah. Like, he, this shit is insane. Like, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. And, like, he's never been a top five running back, nope. ever. Nope. So why would you guys, why would people draft him then, you know? I
1: heard Arian Foster's coming back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he probably play better than him now.
1: True. The other running back to sit this week is kind of bounces off your start. The sit okay. is Jordan Howard. Yeah. So you start to recall when you sit Jordan Howard, plain and simple, and here's why. All right, tell me, Jeff. He's another fantasy bust. As we were talking about with Lamar Miller, bust. Jordan Howard has done basically nothing. Uh, Tariq Cohen seems to be the guy. You quoted the coach before saying that the offense is, I'm paraphrasing here, is more electric with dynamic. Dynamic is the word, but I like electric better. Tariq Cohen seems to be the guy. So keep Howard on the bench until further notice. Uh... Trade talks are looming, so if he ends up getting traded, I don't, I don't think he's obviously not worth the drop because uh, running backs are extremely critical. So just keep him stashed on the bench. Start somebody else, and uh, it's plain and simple like that. Pick up your trade for Tariq Cohen and bench Jordan Howard. Love it.
0: Thank I you. agree. Thank you. Tight ends. This one's tough. This one's this one's real tough. It, uh, tight ends are always tough. But, but this one specifically, I yeah. can see why. So, Greg Olson, you guys got to hear me out. Oof. It's his second game back from injury. Third leg, Greg. Third leg, Greg. <laughs> and he's never, I still don't think he's fully healthy yet. He's not. Philly, he's playing at Philly, which obviously Philly is a great defense. And they're top five best defenses against defending the tight end. So, right Ooh, there. Good stat, Bry. Thank you. Right there, obviously, if you don't have anybody else, you got to start Greg Olson. But if you have CJ Uzoma, Uzoma. Uzoma. Like, Richie Seals Jones, one Who? of those. Richie Seals Jones. Ricky, whatever the hell his name is, he's good. <laughs> but he, uh, I don't know. Greg Olson, I, feel, I still don't think he's fully healthy yet. Until he has that breakout game, when you're like, "Oh, Greg is back," I wouldn't, I wouldn't start him. G. Reg, G. Reg, sit him. Another
1: one is also kind of a shock, but not really. He's a big, big name guy. We've been on this guy's
0: ass for the last two weeks. Ass he hates us right big me na-
1: <laughs> big name if he's listening i'll be the happiest ever <laughs> but big name guy here name value jordan reed at home versus dallas uh he's also been a letdown this season we keep talking about these busts but he's he's a letdown and uh i i think that's going to continue against dallas who hasn't let him any passing touchdowns this year uh to begin with and especially to tight ends they've had a They've been pretty pretty locked down with that. So there's really not much to say about this one. So Jordan Reed, sit him unless you have no other option. Then don't be surprised if he ends up with like four points.
0: I thought he was going to be a stud this year. Yeah,
1: everybody does every year. Then he stubs his toe.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's. I agree. He's a sit him. He's a sit him until further notice. He's one of those type of guys. Defenses. He'll probably be on the IR. Soon. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> Defenses. This one's tough. This one is also another tough one. And Baltimore's defense had 11 sacks last week against Tennessee, and franchise high, franchise high. But they're playing against the Saints. Mm. The Saints' defense offense is probably top three in the league. Correct, arguably, you know, correct, top three, top one, whatever. No, I'm kidding. but they have to. Their Saints are coming off a bye. Kamara's going to play a lot more. I'm sure he better. Why do, why didn't he play last week? I don't 2 weeks. Know. ago, Don't make me cry. But he's going to play a lot more. Ingram is a monster. They got Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn's coming off injury. Are you are you vouching for the Saints or or for Saints? Sit Baltimore's defense. Okay. Start anybody on the Saints <laughs> offense. No, but sit sit Baltimore's defense. They're not going to do the same thing they did last week. They looked good. They got you a lot of points, I'm sure. 11 sacks has to get you a lot of points. But against the Saints, I don't I wouldn't start any defense against the Saints. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the other
1: defense, last but not least, is the Panthers. Shout out, my Carolina boys. This hurts to say, but the Panthers at Philly. Uh, as I predicted last week, kudos to me again, Carson Wentz has been on fire. He's been lights out. I feel like Philly's back. Philly seems to be back, and that's kind of sad to say. I think Carson Wentz is fully back. He's, he's, he's definitely back. His knee seems to be fine. So, Wentz is on fire. Carolina had a tough time last week against Washington, whose defense is not, I mean, whose offense is not even comparable to Eagles' offense right now, at least. But uh, yeah, Philly's offense is clicking, and the Panthers are going to have their hands full, as I said earlier in the podcast. Um, I like Alshon Jeffrey this week. It's a good matchup. So, I think at all costs, uh, avoid Carolina. I think there are better options against worse offenses. I like that pick. Thanks, dude.
0: Welcome, pal. But, no, I think, Philly, I think Philly is officially back. I think Wentz is fully healed. I think he's back to normal. Mm-hmm. I think their offense is going to be a problem. I think Philly in general is going to be a problem. again. Big problem. Big. <laughs> but sleepers, moving there on. No sleepers. Set them off. Who's
1: your guy, Rye?
0: Going against Jeff a little bit. Why? Marlon Mack. Guy who had a little bit of hype coming into the season – Said he was going to be the guy. Got hurt. Finally played a full game last week against the Jets. The Giants. The Giants. He had 13 touches for 91 yards in his first game back. Against the Jets' D-line, who isn't that bad. Like, sacking the quarterback, horrible. But horrible. Against the run, they're really not bad. So, I mean, he could be a three-down back. I don't think he'll go into that because that guy, Naheem Hines, is good. Who is that? I don't know. But he's not bad, and they like using him as a third down back. But I, I think he could pass 100 yards on a touchdown this week against Buffalo. Mm. I think it's going to be a uh, – I think they'll start off early, score a lot, and then they're going to make it a thing to run the ball the rest of the game. Fair. So I think that Marlon could break a run, a couple runs here and there. He's speedy. Yeah, he's fast. When he wants to be. Get a touchdown. I would start him if I have him. Did he do well last week? I know he's been injured. Hasn't 13 he? touches, 91 yards. Ooh. Not bad. All right, I'll take that. I like that pick, Bri. Thanks, pal.
1: <laughs> My sleeper is Antonio Callaway, the receiver for the Browns at Tampa Bay. So okay. we've been talking about how this one has shootout written all over it. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is just so bad. This guy, he's a big target for Baker, and he rakes in all these targets and stuff like that. For some reason, they haven't really translated to many catches. I haven't really been watching. He, I, I don't know if he has any like dropping problems, but regardless, he gets a ton of those targets, and which means more opportunity. And if he's going to have a breakout game, it's going to be this one against a garbage defense. He's one of those fast guys that will beat you on the deep ball, and I think that that's, that's where he excels, and that's where he's going to excel this week. I think at least he's going to have one one big play that I'll just burn everybody over the top. Um, so I like Antonio Callaway this week. I'm not I, – I don't have – he doesn't have that high of a ceiling, but I think he's uh, worth the sleeper. I like it. Maybe a little flex a pick lot, if you lot don't lot got people, any other.
0: A lot of people are on buys this week, so he might be a good – That's Yeah, that's true. Might that's be a good, a good wide receiver three flex. Yeah, that's people. a good point, bro. All right, well, that wraps
1: it up the stardoms and sit and All right. sleeper. All right. Sleepers. Sleepers. Write them down if you can because I'm down, telling you.
0: Write down everything.
1: Cause I'm telling you, we're on we're on a hot streak. Knock on wood, we're on a hot streak. Now we got a couple questions. We got a one really good question, but we actually just got a last minute question from your brother, my brother,
0: your brother. All right, Mike. Congrats. Congrats. Big Mike.
1: Congrats on graduating. Congratulations. So his question to us, okay, was to start Dalvin Cook or T.Y. Hilton. That's tough. And he also asked, why is Enzo so bad at fantasy
0: football? Wow. (laughs) Um, If I had to choose, I'd go Dalvin. Yeah, he seems to be healthy again. I think that he practiced fully today. Hopefully, the injuries he's had, the hamstring, the lingering, all that shit is Mm -hmm. done. Um, They're going to have to get him involved if they're going to go deep in the playoffs. You don't know if it's this week, but... TY is probably going to be against TreDavious White who's very good against the Bills. True. On the Bills. And TY is also banged up. Both of them are banged up, mm-hmm. but Dalvin has more time to had more time to rest. I would go Dalvin in this situation. I feel like he's, he'll be good for a touchdown. TY, I don't know what he'll do. You don't know how much he'll play. Same thing with Dalvin, but I would go Dalvin. I'm going to agree with you. I
1: think the only it makes me a little nervous with the Jets defense because against the run they're actually doing pretty well. Um, however, it's a, the safer option is to is to go with Dalvin T. Y. You have no idea like what he's going to do with Chester Rogers emerging. Uh, I I think that they're going to look at him a little bit less than they usually do, and Ebron becoming a a touchdown machine. I think it's just the safer the safer bet is to start Dalvin here. So. Uh, Yeah, start Dalvin, Mike. Mike,
0: start Dalvin, my brother. (laughs) And now, the big
1: question, which I I like this question a lot. This is from my man, Justin Fry. Shout out to Justin Fry and the other Wilmington boys. He's not from Wilmington, but Charlotte boys. Shout out to them. His question is Which quarterback, running back, and wide receiver under the age of 25 would you pick to start your team? So, if you're a GM right now and you got three guys you could choose under the age of 25 right away.
0: Yeah. the quarterback i think we both could agree is patrick mahomes
1: yes has to be yeah right i they, mean who's going to want who wants Chubisky boring over pat
0: mahomes the only guy i could think of is like goff
1: or baker darnold
0: <laughs> no but mahomes is playing out of his mind you got to you got to pick mahomes you have to
1: there's there's no
0: other evidence to prove otherwise uh running back i'd probably go saquon Oh, that's actually that's not a bad he's pick. He's he's like real he's like 21 years old. That's so. not a
1: bad pick. He seems to be one once in, one of those generation one of those generation type players. Um my running back would probably be Gurley because he's also well, a he's a stud, yeah. He's a stud. Everybody knows that. He's actually on pace to uh at least come close to LaDainian Tomlinson's single season touchdown record. So he's also a touchdown machine. Um he can he could do everything pretty much. He gets he I I like Gurley. He's just a beast.
0: For wide receivers, I'd probably go That one was tough. The one receivers I, are tough. There's a lot, a lot. Surprisingly of good, a lot. A lot of good young receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably go Michael Thomas. I like the guy. That's a good lot. pick. He's just a very good route runner. He his he doesn't drop balls. Like he's he's very solid. Very solid, very consistent. Exactly. He's very one of the most consistent receivers out there. I like that, though. And uh I don't know he just he's like 63. He doesn't give talk shit, he doesn't do anything. He's just quiet. Oh, he guy. talks shit. Oh yeah, about Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he talks shit for but he, sure. But it's not bad shit. It's like shit that gets your team hyped up. Not not like Odell type of shit. No, that's all right. You're that's fair. But that's also a difference because
1: Michael Thomas and the Saints are actually winning.
0: Yeah, well, Michael Thomas is great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My receiver is actually a little bit different. The receiver that I would choose um Tyreek Hill (laughs) come on so Tyreek Hill he's it's it's definitely different because he actually came into the league as a not he came into the league as a running back Mm. but he's the fastest human on the planet ever literally on the planet and he can kind of do whatever he wants and that's what I love about this guy is that he's so versatile you can line him up in the backfield and it'll freak everybody out and then he'll just beat somebody on the deep ball. Like he had three touchdowns against the Patriots. that defense is not good, but he has the ability to make those big plays. Anytime
0: he has the ball in his hands, he could score. It's exactly. Right. You see how fast he moves
1: and it and it seeing how fast he moves like intimidates the other
0: defense. Like you don't want anything a part of him. Well, it also opens up everything. Else, because exactly. they, play, they play deep, thinking, oh, shit, he's going to exactly, go deep. Exactly,
1: exactly. And then he comes across for a quick slant. Exactly. And ends up still getting, like, 20, 25 yards. Exactly. But he's not your, your typical receiver that you would choose, one of those kind of guys, like maybe, like, Mike Evans or whatever. But Michael I, Thomas. Enough. Michael. Enough. But Tyreek Hill, he's a once-in-a-generation type player. He is the fastest human.
0: He's the cheetah. So I'm going with Tyreek Hill. You can't go wrong in these situations. No. If you have any three of these guys on the same team, which you have Pat Mahomes and Tyreek, it's two out of three. It's close. Yeah. But Pat Mahomes, Saquon, and Tom, anybody, any Mm. three of these stars, unbelievable. Definitely. Imagine.
1: Crazy. That would be insane. You have to win every game if you have Mahomes, Gurley, and Tyreek. It's unbelievable. Oh, my God. All right, we're wrapping it up. Before we wrap up, we got Broncos at Cardinals tomorrow.
0: We do. Who do you got? Broncos, I don't like Josh Rosen.
1: I don't either. I don't, you brought his name up and gave me, made me nauseous. <laughs> Going Broncos as well. Broncos all the way. Money line and spread. I don't know what the spread is.
0: Minus forty-seven. I'll take him. Oh, I'll take him.
1: Even though the defense is not
0: good. Listen to us this week. Listen to us.
1: Listen to us. We're gonna be posting all this stuff on social media. So follow us on Twitter at topshelf underscore blog. Yep. Uh, the new. We got a brand new Instagram. Give it a follow Follow before the the train starts going. It's topshelf.blog. And then, obviously, the website. www.topshelf.blog. Let's Let's fucking roll. That's where you'll find us.
0: Yep.
1: Goodbye.